0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Our Golden Twenties. My name is Sadie, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tegan. Hey. And I feel like I start every single episode the exact same way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's so rehearsed that you guys are probably like, I don't even know what episode this is. It just sounds the same yeah. when you turn it on. But anyways, welcome back for a new week. Today on the podcast, we are talking all about the Sunday scaries and how to beat the Sunday scaries and set yourself up for a good week ahead. So, Tag, are you someone who deals with the Sunday scaries on like a weekly frequent basis?
1: Yeah, I feel like the more intense my work is, the more the Sunday scaries hit me and i'm Mm -hmm. the kind of person where apparently this is a thing where the more out of control in your life you feel it's like the more you put things off and you stay up later on sunday because Mm -hmm. it's you trying to like gain a sense of control So it's like, not only do I get the Sunday scaries, but then it's like, I can't fall asleep. Or it's like, I find myself scrolling through TikTok for two hours and I'm like, I know I should be going to sleep. I know I'm making my Monday miserable. And then it's like spirals into the rest of the week.
0: Yeah. I feel like in the advice episode, we had a few weeks back, you were talking about no point and stressing about the future state now yeah because you're just making yourself live it twice and I feel like that's kind of the Sunday scaries like you just you can spend all day dreading the upcoming week and maybe for people who haven't heard of the Sunday scaries I feel like everyone has at this point but that's essentially what it is it's just yeah being so anxious about the week ahead not wanting the weekend to end essentially yeah
1: yeah and I feel like there's Like sometimes it's like, oh, I wish the weekend wasn't over. It just flew by. And like, I feel like that's different. And there are also Mm -hmm. like been points in my life where it's like I'm crying and having a meltdown every Sunday because I have to go to work on a Monday, which I feel like is past the Sunday scaries. Like that's a whole (laughs) separate issue. Yeah. But it kind of falls in the middle where it's like you feel, I guess, yeah, just anxious about returning to life on monday and then it almost feels like your whole sunday isn't a day off anymore
0: yeah yeah that's a good way to put it yeah i think we have three key kind of like buckets to help you guys combat the sunday scaries if you also experience them especially if you experience them like a lot this could be Mm -hmm. some great tips to start working into your weekly routine i feel like for me personally I don't experience the Sunday scaries too much, but I think it's because I'm very routine with my weekends and it's kind of what you were saying, Tag. I'm very productive on my weekends. Like the point of my weekends is, of course, to have time off work and like recharge, but it's essentially to reset my entire life that I – to set me up for a successful week in the coming week or to unwind after the week that I just had. So it's always productive. Like on my weekends, I sometimes get overwhelmed with social plans and balancing my regular weekend errands and chores and stuff around my apartment, but I always find a way to do it. And then sometimes I just kind of sacrifice on the rest side of things, but even just carving out a few hours before bedtime on Sunday, like that might be enough for me to like recharge for the week ahead. But anyways, all of this being said, the first area we wanted to talk about is all about getting organized. And that's it exactly is using your weekends to be productive and essentially set up a plan for the week ahead. And that gives you that sense of control that Mm. breaks down the anxiety you feel about headed and heading into the new week.
1: Yeah, definitely. I have a routine on Sunday that I just started, which is that I kind of reflect on my week in my journal. I have like a daily journal and it has like a Sunday section. So it's I love for me that. to reflect on my week and plan what would make the upcoming week good. So it's almost instead of just feeling like general anxiety, it's like, What can we do to make this week good? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And even sometimes like, I feel this is like a therapy prompt, but naming what you're so anxious about, like naming what made last week so bad and why you're dreading next week so much, like that has a lot of power rather than just being like, oh, like I don't want to go to work tomorrow. It's like, put a
1: name on why that is. Yeah. Or even if, writing down okay what are the things I need to get done this week yeah instead of just being like I have so much I have to get done I don't know how I'm gonna do it it's like write down what you have to do and put it in your calendar and plan it and then it's Mm -hmm. less of just like stress
0: yes that's it for me, 100%. I always sit down on the weekends with my agenda. It's less of like a journal, more like a day agenda. Yeah. And I plan the upcoming week and I write everything down. I feel if you listen to the podcast every week, you've definitely heard me talk about my agenda because I love it that much <laughs> and bring like bring it up any chance I get. But essentially on one side, there's just like a checklist and note section. And then on the other side is a weekly view with – box for every day of the week. So I write down all the things I need to do exactly like you just said on the mm-hmm. checklist side, add any notes that I have, like just floating around in my brain, write it down on the paper, and then I start mapping all those to-do items to a day in the week, and my weeks have become so routine because I'm so intentional with my time, that now it's become a no-brainer. Like I work out Monday, Tuesdays, Thursdays, that's done. On Tuesdays, typically we record the podcast. You know, like Tegan and I will chat about that at the beginning of the week and I'll write it down. Thursdays or Fridays, I socialize. You know, Saturdays, I go to the grocery store. I clean the house. Sundays, like (laughs) I'm that structured. And I know to some people that sounds crazy, but I honestly think because of that, I don't have anxiety throughout the week as to how am I going to get everything done. And I know I've also mentioned this, but when you have a plan, it also allows you this, again, people, the opposite personality type of me are going to hate that I say this, but it also allows you to like schedule in time to rest and relax and actually use that time to be meaningful rest because you know there's absolutely nothing else you need to do right now. Everything you need to do this week, you have a dedicated time to do it. Either you've already done it or it's coming up, but right now you can just rest and relax. There's also this, I feel like I can't think of a good way to sum it up, but essentially if you think about something every day, yeah, you spend, so say I'm, thinking of what I'm going to do for an hour every day. Like I spend an hour every morning coming up with a plan for the day. That will take up more time than just spending one hour on Sunday planning for the whole week ahead. You know what I mean? Like you can do the same amount in – Or you can do even more in a dedicated time where you're just planning it out rather than waiting for that day of the week where you're super stressed out, your mind's running a million different directions and you're like, okay, I guess I better make a plan. So I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain, but I've definitely experienced that myself where like time batching kind of and taking that concept to planning your tasks in your week, I think that's – A real thing.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I spoke to that
0: so bad, but.
1: No, I get what you're saying. Even like I've heard people on TikTok talking about like monotasking where it's like you're batching your time and you are working on one thing at a time. But you need Mm -hmm. to have a plan to be able to do that. You can't just be like, well, we'll see what I can get done today. Because yeah. I always find that when that's the situation I'm in, I'm jumping from task to task. I'm never prioritizing. And then it's like I'm never actually getting things done and I'm wasting yeah. time because I keep switching and multitasking.
0: Yeah, that's a really great point. Yeah. Kind of similar to that, I think it's great to make a plan, but you also have to show up and actually do the work. And I think. It's a good combination of both. So, you don't Mm want to spend all your time planning. You need to make sure you're actually spending time doing the tasks that you're (laughs) going to do or that you're planning out to do. And for me, how I hold myself accountable to that is just I know by doing groceries or cleaning or meal prepping, like things we're going to talk about in a little bit more detail, I feel like doing those things. I'm showing up for my future self in next week, and that really motivates me to do it. Um, so something that might in- like keep you motivated on the actual doing side of things, not just the planning side. But yeah, let's go into some of the things that we actually do, I guess, on weekends to prep for the week ahead. I know I mentioned meal planning and my weekly grocery shop, and that's something I do every weekend and I view it very similar. I guess this is a mixture of planning and doing, but my meal planner is pretty much the same as my weekly agenda, but instead of obviously tasks, I'm mapping meals out, and this is breakfast, lunch, dinner, every day, also snacks, and like any extras that I might need to pick up for entertaining or whatever, and the idea is, again, kind of in that time-batching thought is that If I just sit down and plan it out once on Sunday, it frees up the headspace and, you know, all that stress of making those decisions or running to the store and, like, eating Mm. at the hours in my evening before I cook, whatever. It It prevents all of that from happening, and I just plan it out on Sundays or Saturdays. Get all the ingredients, all the groceries, map it to like the recipes I'm going to make. Like that's what shapes my grocery list. And I just do it once through the week and then basically just show up and actually cook those things throughout the rest of the week.
1: Yeah, I feel like something that's difficult if you are working and you're spending like a lot of mental energy on work is the times where it's up to you to make like the micro decisions. So mm-hmm. this is like, what are you going to wear in the morning? This is, what are you going to eat for dinner? If you are using a lot of your mental energy at work, once it comes time to make those decisions, it's like impossible. Yeah. I feel like the amount of times where it's like, I, if I don't have a plan, I can't make the decision. I'm just going to order Uber Eats because mm-hmm. I'm too exhausted. It's easy. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Which, obviously, like, yeah, Uber Eats is great. <laughs> Lovely little treat. But you should also eat groceries and use the food that you buy, not waste the food. This is me trying yeah. to tell myself that.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is you, yeah, hammering it into your head by verbalizing it. I love yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It's funny, like, two weekends ago, this is so bad, but I'm going to just confess to you guys, I... Like I said, I do this every weekend. Like gro- I love grocery shopping. I love meal planning. Like I'm lucky in that sense. And if there's a piece of unsolicited advice for this episode, it's to enjoy going to the grocery store. <laughs> mm. Find a way to enjoy it because I feel like as an adult, you spend a lot of time there or yeah. you should spend a lot of time there. So I'm lucky where I enjoy my experience. But anyways, I went to the grocery store like always, got my groceries, my meals were planned, and I came home. My fridge was stocked, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to order Uber Eats. (laughs) And I did. It was like a Saturday night, and I was like, this is what I need right now. But it was like I did that kind of guilt-free. Like it wasn't because out of like desperate, like I'm so hungry and have no energy. Like it was like I'm going to treat myself for going to the grocery store, (laughs) 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 which is so dumb, but whatever. I just had to get that off my chest because it's been <laughs> inside, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, I think, kind of, also on the idea of meals, is meal prepping. Mm-hmm. This, I feel like, takes a certain type of person. I'm honestly not this person as much as Me I neither. love meal planning and whatnot. But I yeah. do think meal prep is a good idea if you're someone who runs a really, really tight schedule and yeah. you're really, really busy. I think, again, it's just cooking things like a whole bunch of different recipes on the weekend putting them in the freezer like things stay good in the freezer forever but it could also be quick things I think the things that I meal prep and I say that with you know quotations is things like muffins like muffins are great where they last all week you just cook them once but you get like however many a dozen muffins they can be snacks they can be breakfast like They're great to have on the go throughout the week. Maybe it's overnight oats if you're not a morning person and you don't want to sacrifice breakfast, but you know you're not going to get up to make something. Just at night, you know, the night before, put overnight oats in the fridge, something like that. The other thing I want to say on meal prepping, like I said, I don't spend my weekends meal prepping like a whole bunch of meals, but throughout the week, I'll make enough from the meals that I do cook to have leftovers the next day, always. So instead of cooking a new dinner or a new meal every night, this even applies, I guess, for lunches too. I'll make enough that I'll have it the next day to just heat up. So I'm cooking every other night rather than every Mm -hmm. night. I don't think leftovers counts, but
1: that's meal prepping in my head. Yeah. (laughs) I used to work with a girl who wouldn't like meal prep meals, but anything that she would buy, like fruit, vegetables that needed to be cut up, she would like chop them up and put them in containers because she's like, I know that if, yeah. So she's like, I'm not cooking a whole meal and putting it in my freezer, but like I'm cutting the ends off my asparagus and I'm cutting off the tops of my strawberries and I'm putting them in a container because she's like, if... I am in the middle of a busy work day and my choice is, you know, eating strawberries, but I have to like get at a cutting board and chop them up and take, you know, 10 minutes away from my computer. She's like, it's just not going to happen and they're going to go bad. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she does that kind of meal prepping when she gets her groceries, which is smart.
0: Yeah, I think that's so smart. That's something I think I'm going to take away from this episode because I don't do that with a lot of fruits and vegetables the only thing I do that with is like pineapple which makes sense because you have to cut it all to have like any of it but I love that the strawberries really got me strawberry season's coming and I'm so ready
1: (laughs) even if you have like I don't know say like vegetables that you use for a recipe but it's like Mm -hmm. carrots like you're like I'm gonna make chicken noodle soup this one day but I need to cut up the carrot like if you have the time cut it up early I love that. Outside of food, the other
0: thing that I'm very disciplined on on the weekends is cleaning. And I do a little bit of tidying throughout the week, but my big cleans when it comes to things like vacuuming, cleaning my bathrooms, taking out my garbage, like I just do this once a week. And sometimes I skip it on the weekends, I guess, if it is a busy weekend, but I always, always regret it when I do that. And yeah. for me, I'm someone who likes a tidy space, likes a clean house. I think a lot of us are like that, especially when you're really stressed out. A messy space can add to your stress. But prioritizing cleaning on the weekends just helps me stay organized throughout the week. I know where everything is. I'm yeah. not concerned about you know, a whole bunch of hair in my like sink in the bathroom or whatever mm. it is. And I think the weeks get so busy where it's easy to just throw stuff all around. And if you don't intentionally carve out time to clean it all up, it's just going to keep piling, keep piling. And you're going to feel that on your chest, like getting heavier and heavier. So it's best just to get in a routine of cleaning it up after yourself. Awesome. Okay. Second bucket we're going to talk about is self-care. One of our favorite topics. Like, you can't keep going if you are mentally, emotionally, and physically drained from the week you just had. Like, you're crazy if you think you can just go on next week and perform at top level doing the exact same thing without resting and recharging in between. And I think a big call out here is you don't need to take all day Saturday or all day Sunday, dedicate it to self care. Like it can just be a few hours in the morning Mm. maybe, or actually, yeah, my Saturday mornings are my favorite part of my weekend because I just lay in bed and watch YouTube videos. Yeah, (laughs) That's it. Every single Saturday. And I might have plans, you know, in the afternoon maybe Saturday night but I have those few hours to just really sleep in and you know have time to myself and like I said Sunday nights it's the exact same thing like I make sure I'm having those like couple hours before I go to bed to totally unwind and it's yeah the best
1: I always try and have like the most luxurious shower or bath on a Sunday night just to be like nope we're starting the week like clean fresh we're ready to go like I know that my hair is going to be ready to go I know like I shaved my legs I saw this thing on TikTok that's like once a month to do an everything shower, which I'm obsessed with, which is basically like you go all out and use like every product you can think of in this one shower to be like, no, we're resetting it here. So it's like, you're using a body scrub and a body wash and Mm -hmm. you're shaving and doing like the leave-in conditioner and everything. After a hard week, you need like an everything shower where you're just like, no, I deserve all of these products.
0: Yeah. I feel like I do pretty much an everything shower every Sunday for the exact same reasons. Yeah. Like I don't necessarily do it like product-wise, but when it comes to like the Sundays, I make sure my sh- Sunday showers, I dry brush beforehand. Yeah. I shave my legs. I wash my hair, you know, like yeah. I'm in tip-top condition. So Monday morning, I'm the best version of myself.
1: Yeah, And
0: another part of my weekly weekend ritual has become taking a bath at some point on the mm-hmm. weekends. Sometimes it's Saturday, like evenings, afternoons. Other times, usually it's like, okay, I went to the grocery store, came home, cleaned. Now I'm going to treat myself to a bath.
1: Yeah. But
0: other times I'll take this on Sunday nights right before I take that everything shower. And oh man, does it hit. <laughs> I feel like those weekends. Lee baths have become such a tradition. And now I'm just trying to like find ways to make them even more luxurious. So you guys know I'm on this collagen water train right now. So the past few weeks I've put that in a stemless wine glass, which I'm usually against drinking anything but wine from a wine glass. Like I'm not a <laughs> kombucha from a wine glass type gal. Mm-hmm. I like both things, but I'm like, no. Anyways, I've started doing it <laughs> for my luxurious <laughs> bath. And – cutting up cucumbers, putting that in there, like making this a full experience, making sure I always have bubble bath and Epsom salts for Mm -hmm. those weekend baths. Like it is a full on moment for me and I look forward to it, which is a huge thing. But I also know that it's time just for myself. Another piece that kind of fits into this is watching a comfort show or movie. So Mm -hmm. while I'm doing this, In the bath, like, I always bring my computer in the bathroom with me. My sister and her boyfriend made me this beautiful bath tray that, Mm -hmm. you know, sits across my bathtub, and I can put my computer on it. They made it for me for Christmas, so I bring my computer in there. I'm, like, pretty much always watching Gilmore Girls on a Sunday, but I feel like that type of comfort show you don't need to think about. You don't need to... Yeah, I guess you can just like escape your reality. Like, that's the yeah. cherry on top of my luxurious bath. <laughs> <laughs> I really set the scene there. Yeah. A
1: candle lit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ice, lemon water, whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's like you have the time, especially like sometimes yeah. I start my like nighttime routine so early on Sundays because I'm just like, no, I'm done for the day.
0: Totally. I love that so much. Another thing I love, especially on Sundays for some reason, is yoga or a really good long walk outside. And I feel like it just hits different on a Sunday because you know it's kind of like your last. It's like you're soaking up those last moments of weekends in a very like intentional way. But again, it goes back to feeling productive and like you're taking care of yourself. You're not just sitting at home mentally spiraling about the week ahead. You're taking control and like, you know, doing something productive. I also like to use my yoga practice on Sundays to set a weekly intention. So Mm -hmm. just you know, I think it goes back to what you were saying about your Sunday journaling tag. But just thinking about you know, sometimes verbalizing it out loud to absolutely nobody but myself, other times grabbing my journal because, you know, yoga kind of gives me the clear headspace to actually think about what I want out of the week ahead. I think those are great things to
1: work into your Sunday routine as well. Like I get into bed early enough on a Sunday, most nights or sorry, most weeks early enough so that I can start a book. And if I want to finish it that night, I can. So Mm -hmm. it's just a way of making it so that I'm not just sitting in bed thinking about all the things I have to get done the next week or how intense things are going to be. It's like watching Gilmore Girls. It's like a little escape. And so I try and prioritize that also. And it also just makes it so that I sleep better. Like I'm completely relaxed. I'm not coming straight off of a computer that's just blasting blue light into my eyeballs like I can just fall asleep when I want to, and then I'm ready for Monday,
0: yeah, honestly, I feel like a good sleep is sometimes underrated, yeah, like when it's so, so important.
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. Going to bed early is one thing, but taking the time to actually unwind and relax, make sure you sleep all through the night, you know? Yes. So I feel like that also is super underrated and like so important, but not talked about enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. The other thing is to try and log off on Sundays, which is something I don't do, but I should. and. That's like making it so that you don't see your email notifications. You don't see work chats so that you're not thinking about work. You're truly just focused on yourself. Yeah.
0: Do not disturb mode. Use it on Sundays. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Use it
1: on weekends.
0: Yeah. Start with Sundays and then go the whole weekend. Work up to it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you can even change the settings so that it's like only friends can message you or only family can reach out to you and then it's not like you're seeing all these emails Mm -hmm. even if you're like i'm not going to respond until monday if they're still popping up it's like it's still making you think about work which isn't great 100 speaking of friends
0: and family that takes us to our third point we wanted to talk to you guys about, which was beating the Sunday scaries by spending time with family and friends. And I think the Sunday scaries can look different for everybody, but if you're someone that lives alone, I think Sundays can be a really lonely time for some reason. I've experienced Mm -hmm. this and I can't really tell you why that is. Actually, I can. I was thinking about this the other night and I came up with a reason. So I just lied to you. I'm sorry. But I think it's Fridays and Saturdays, people are like out with their friends and stuff. And actually, that's one of my pro tips yeah. is to schedule your crazy nights out, crazy night out for Friday. So that if you do happen to get hung right. like really drunk and you're hungover, you're at least hungover for Saturday and you have Sunday to do all the things that we're yeah. talking about today. So that is something I've learned with age. <laughs> Might seem obvious, but the number of times <laughs> I've spent Sunday hungover and then have to jump right back into work the next day. Like not a good good situation. But anyways, going back to feeling (laughs) lonely, if you maybe are – so it's Sunday, you're living alone, you're by yourself. You might be looking at other people's Instagram content or social media content from Friday night and Saturday night and feeling FOMO. You might – like that can cause a lot of isolating feelings – when you're seeing everyone else having a great weekend, and even if you had a great weekend, it can still lead to those feelings. So I feel like that's maybe why Sundays yeah. can be so hard on people. That was my thought, but I'm sure there's other reasons as well. All of this is to say, spending time with friends and family can be a really great way to combat that.
1: Yeah, I love doing a like walk to a coffee shop. Because it's kind Mm -hmm. of combining some of the things we're talking about. Like you're getting the exercise. I'm getting out of the house. Giving myself a little treat with a coffee. But then I'm also connecting with like it's usually my family that I'm walking with. And it's just nice. And you can kind of talk about like what's coming up in your week or how the last week went. And it's just another way for you to kind of like unpack what's been going on in your life.
0: Yeah, I think that's such a good point. I had on here to call a friend or a family member. And yeah. the whole point of that is to just chat it out with somebody. So, yeah. You know, talking about obviously not in like a like burdening them type way, like we yeah. are pro therapy yeah. here, like schedule <laughs> your therapy sessions for Sundays, but in the sense of if you're just sitting there and these thoughts are eating at you, internally, like sometimes you just need to get them off your chest and you need somebody to listen. And sometimes you need somebody to give you advice. Other times you just need someone to listen and say, oh yeah, I can understand why you're feeling that way. And I feel like for me, I usually talk to my parents on the weekends, either Saturday or Sunday afternoons. And it's become, again, like a weekly thing where that's just where we catch up. You know, we talked about what happened last week. We talk about what's coming up this week. And then we reconnect on it all next weekend. So calling a friend or family member is really great, especially for those long distance friends too, like people you don't see all the time. If you make a point to like call one friend every Sunday and then you just kind of go through your list of friends, you know, it gives you a chance to like, really catch up with people and keep in touch when you might be a little too busy to get too involved in other people's lives throughout the week. I think going on a walk with a friend or going for a hike now that the weather's getting nice, like those are, like you said, tying all the pieces that we've already talked about. Like You're spending quality time with someone else. You're taking that time to move your body, which is restful but also productive like I feel it's a win-win and for me like I did this a few weekends ago with my friend we went down to the water in Scarborough Bluffs and something Mm -hmm. about being by the water is just so calming to me it's definitely because I'm a water sign but (laughs) I think it's just so I don't know it's like hitting a reset button for some reason just like getting out of your everyday routine, which is big for me since we talked about how much I love my routine, getting out in my neighborhood, going somewhere I hardly ever go. I don't know. It's just like gives you that like fresh perspective like a trip does, but it's just like yeah. 10 minutes down the road or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I feel like that's what we have for you guys. So use your Sundays to get organized, prioritize self-care, and spend time with friends and family. Yeah. That is how
1: you will beat the Sunday Scaries. There you go. All I hope you were writing with the all that down. Yep. <laughs> all right. If you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> and if you like what you heard we put out a new episode every single Tuesday so make sure you are following us and you're subscribed to us so that you see when those episodes drop you can also follow us on social media we are at our golden 20s and we are on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Spotify, and TikTok. And we also have a Patreon page where we drop the episodes early and we put out some additional content. And that is the best way to show your support for the podcast. And that's everything for this week. So thank you so much for listening. See you next Tuesday.